Have you ever found yourself in a room full of skeptics, pitching an idea you deeply believe in, and perhaps that's something that you truly know it will change your team dynamic, your organization, your company, and even healthcare landscape in the larger scale, only to meet the raising eyebrows and shrug shoulders. You're not alone. Every innovative idea. Has started in the darkness and waiting to catch fire. In the latest episode today, we'll share a story and how to continue to grow your idea with the right people around you, where every single innovative founders in the audience will feel inspired to keep going. Healthcare entrepreneurs, are you ready to rewrite the rules for your business so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while creating a positive social impact? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provider's Edge. I'm your host, Sabrina Rumback. I'm a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. Let's open the gateway to profitability for you today. My guests and I help healthcare entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs and startup founders like you break through barriers, so you can control your business, control your life, and control your future. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. Our journey takes us back to 2008, when the world was in the breaks of financial crisis, where three young visionaries are struggling to even pay their rent. And their audacious goal and solution was creating a peer-to-peer home share platform that was disruptive, and it was ingenious. Yes, this is a story of the founder of Airbnb, and we wanted to explore their story and tie into what all of us have been doing in a daily basis. How are we starting a new idea to trying to implement, but how they were able to do it despite the multiple challenges? Like many of you out there, just like the three co-founders of Airbnb, Brian Chesky, Joe Gabia, and Nathan Belajeski, share their fear amount of skeptics, rejections, and refusing to even be heard. And many more raised eyebrows and shrugged shoulders. But how did they convert their visionary idea into multi-billion-dollars companies, where we use almost on the daily basis for majority of people and on every vacation, and like myself, some of us who travel for work and still like the distance of staying at a home. How did they build partnership that believed? In their vision, and most importantly, able to open up their wallet and network to support that initiative they had ongoing, and how they nurture and maintain these right partnership to create the global phenomena as you know today. Join us as we delve into the resilience strategy and grit that carry Airbnb from an unknown startup. To a household name, for every founder out there with a disruptive idea, 
This is a tale of overcoming the odds that you don't want to miss. And we're gonna add in typical stories and things that we actually experience on the daily basis, even if you don't have the big innovation that you've hoped to change the world with. So let's begin. Let us share the struggle and the triumphs from each stage of their journey. The Airbnb story provides a fascinating example of how challenges in securing partnership with innovators and really your own board members to support you on this journey can be overcome with persistence, innovation, and clear vision. We all understand if you have people in your circle and you try to motivate them to do things, it's actually very difficult and you have to put in a lot more effort and work to maintain that relationship. However, if you are someone who are able to find the right people and play into the right circle, who has similar vision and common interests, or you are a beacon of light that they want to jump on your wagon to carry out your vision, that relationship becomes more solidified, more stronger. And you don't need to put in much effort to motivate those people to help you to move forward. So number one challenge is securing the right partnership. Now, in early days of Airbnb, Brian, Joe, and Nathan faced significant challenges just to get funding and secure the right people to make connections to get funding. Early stage startup has often been in that moment of, I just need more money so I can build up my technology, my platform, my wearables, my devices, my programming. But we also know just have that build up or just have funding is not enough. But let's start from the beginning. Let's just get going. So the founders often being turned down by investors who couldn't see the potential of the idea. I felt the same way in some of your ventures of talking to so many people and getting everybody on board. And then you'll have to worry about if they invest in your company, they have a voice in your company. How would that change how you would perceive and going forward? And that's why it's crucial to find the right partner and not just anybody who's willing to open up their wallet. And the concept with Airbnb at the time seemed strange for many investors. Why would anybody open up their home to strangers? This was way foreign and it seems like it gonna be difficult for anybody to grasp. Some investors couldn't see the scalability of that model. How many people will actually want to be a user versus people open up their homes? And while others are concerned about the legal and compliance and safety issue of this involvement. So knowing the right people is important. Now, Everyone can have concerns about initial ideas, but you have to meet people where they already have a drive. 
And sometimes when the idea is too novel, then you have to think about another way to get into their circle. So one of my other clients was asking me, Sabrina, I am making a lot of connections. I go to networking events. I join speaking bureaus. I try to actually speak and bring in that relationship. But it seems like I'm just going through a lot of motions of meeting people, but not the right people. Now, I had to break her bubble a little bit to say, well, if you are not making the right connection, it's not about the people are not, not right for you. It's that you probably don't have a right process to even screen the right people into your circle or finding the right circle to even go into. So one of my ultimate step is you have to create that profile of people who you truly want to partner up with. Now, there's a different profile for everyone. When we're thinking about how we connect with founder to support them going to multi-figure level, our persona for the founders, actually, you guys can think about it if you relate. There are three types of people. People who are the amazing innovators, they are great at seeing problems, getting to a solution, building something that they believe can solve that problem. Now, what's lacking is when they have this big vision, not necessarily it's always going to be impact creating or even fit the market needs. Therefore, the second part of persona of a founder can be someone who's great at networking, making connections, and turning anything into something that could truly create impact because he knows or she knows where these products, service can be sold and people are willing to buy. But perhaps he doesn't have that technical side of innovation like the innovator because he is a impactor. Now, there's a third persona in this triad of typical three founders. The last one is someone who's your typical COO role. The person who's really great at knowing how to bring ideas down to each step to actually deliver the service and have the right team to be assigned the right task so your customer be happy, your board's going to be happy, and your team's going to be happy. But that person who's so good at making the larger strategy down to the smaller strategy, that person might not be great at connecting with other people. They're the implementer. So implementer also need help from impact creator. And impact creator need ultimate the visionary to give them the ultimate niched idea. So when we think about working with the ideal persona and the founders, we'll have to see how are these three fits within each other and how they are leading the company very differently and where do we need to seek out for them. Now, just like when you guys are looking to partner up with other hospital organization, private practice entities, or investors, or even other networking groups within the healthcare entrepreneurial field, there are diversified interests in all of them. 
each investor might have interest in different stages of startup. Like for art community, our integrated board, we only work with people who has made revenue of at least $2 million. For us to think about how do you create the ultimate infrastructure, this exact roadmap step, so your investor will support you and seeing this steadily growth of your profits. Now, that strategy, therefore, when we know the level of people that we needed to connect to, we also need to think about who they are associated with. So to get into those circle, you start looking into your own circle. By psychology and social psychology specifically, we know we can only maintain 150 relationship at a given time. That's not a lot, right? And therefore, you don't really have to think about creating an email list of thousands of thousands of people, but you have to have that core 150. Now, from the core 150, you also have 50 inner circle members and then the five key players. Like Jim Rose said, you are the five people you're most connected with, right? And leverage your existing connections, who you trust, to have that conversation on what your passion, what your vision, what's the result that you can deliver with whom specifically, and then ask them to give you an introduction. And when you open up that door, you're now asking people to just open up their wallet and give you money or introduce you to everyone. You actually want to genuinely have a conversation with them, get to know where they are at professionally, personally, how you can contribute to them, then ask that question. If you're tired of startup incubator accelerator program without a holistic approach, just one go give you some funding and then leaving, and you left with what to do next or seeking to amplify your brand, your company really needed to go into the next high level scale to be connected to the influencers in the healthcare community, then connect with me on LinkedIn as you can be on the waitlist for our Postpoint Business Advancement Group where we serve you, the visionary leaders who understand that you need to have the right infrastructure, the team culture, the solid legal compliance, the systematic growth and the efficiency of your business to get you consistently moving forward, not having the revenue fluctuation where one big account, you're worried about, oh my gosh, how am I going to deliver all the services? We're still struggling with little accounts that months to months, they might be breaking your contract. We help you as connector consorts with experts in the healthcare industry to create impactful roadmaps, evaluating your specific business and optimize your profit for 12 months ahead of time. Get in touch with me, play on the waitlist. We'll share with you more. All right, let's get back to the rest of the show. Number two thing in Airbnb story is strengthening and select the right partnership. It's not about talking to everyone. And it's also now about speaking on every single stages or podcast to borrow other people's audience to get yourself the credibility and eyeball into your business, but creating relationship with the right partners. 
Why is that so important? Those people who do not work with your potential clients or want to be connected or have the connection you want to seek for, those conversations actually does not serve you. They will cost too much more of your time and not producing much of ROI. And despite these initial setback of getting funding, investors, finding the right partners for the three co-founders of Airbnb, they knew they had to have the right strategy to approach investors and to understand and believe in their true vision. And they needed to partner up with people that could see the potential and the projection of that growth of sharing a home and be comfortable, joyful, and feel like ease when you're traveling. They eventually managed to come across and secure funding from Y Combinator, a well-known startup back in 2009. This was a turning point for the company. It's not only provided them with the essential capital, but also the connection that they need and access to a network of experienced entrepreneurs and potential investors. Now, we also mentioned earlier, just having investing is not enough. We need to scale business after the funding is secured. So Paul Graham from the Y Combinator was instrumental in pushing the Airbnb platform forward and to get close to their market. And this advice led them to going to New York City, where they discovered the key insights into how their product was being used and which ultimately helped them improve their services and increase the user base. Now, this all come down to could potentially, after all that eyebrow-raising rejections, you just need that one starting point. But that one starting point opened up the right door for you. And those white right doors that are being opened you have to take initiative to figure out who else is in that network to be able to support you because you have shared visions. However, just being in a high-level network is not enough. You have to be proactive and to take initiative for what you want to do. For any of you who love today's episode or want to listen to any of our other episodes, please make sure you subscribe on YouTube, on Apple and Spotify or any platform that you listen and watch our show. And we love to be here to support you. We also create our weekly newsletters on LinkedIn. So go to connect with me on Sabrina Rumback, just my full name on LinkedIn, and you will get the quick clipboard summary of each of our major talking points from the episode. Now let's get back to our show. A common question that many of my clients have asked me is, Sabrina, how do you think like you're talking to 10, 20 people new every week and you still seems like everyone wants to talk to you and you can maintain that relationship? The biggest struggle I constantly been hearing is, Sabrina, it seems like the more emails I send them, some people unsubscribe, some people say, I don't need it anymore. How do I be in a place that people will actually want to regroup and reconnect with me? Or for those people 
who are perhaps it seems like you had a good relationship and that relationship fizzled out or died off, how do you re-engage? And we know not just getting into a channel or group with the right people is important, but once you had that initial introduction, like amazing conference, you start sharing all your contacts. I actually love to use a QR code based business card called Haida Hello. Now, I actually have no membership or affiliate with them. So just sharing this because I can update my information quickly with where I want to share information with. I actually also built a folder, what I call the Power Partner resources with my bio, things that I'm involved in, my think tank, the board advisors, various podcast TV shows that I ask for speakers to really celebrate their wins in the healthcare space from the innovation side, from leadership side, and from programming side. And so people have everything in there. And if people wanted to ask me to be a speaker, I also have my speaker kit in there with a sample speaking engagements. So people have everything easily accessible. So one thing about creating a relationship is uh, how do you want people to introduce you? And I ask that to all my referral partners too, because I want to share them and then show them off in the best light possible. I also wanted to make sure they have easy access to me where there's no confusion so they can get to me right away. And that's why we have the folder. Now, thinking about the Airbnb example, how they are able to maintain a partnership. Before I get back to our last piece of what do you actually do for people to not unsubscribe you? All right, so once the three founders secure investments, maintaining those partnerships is important because it can be a challenge because these investors will want to see what are you doing with their money? How are you growing? So they had to continue to prove their value to these investors by making the right progress and expanding their user bases, addressing concerns in various stages of their buildup. And Airbnb over the years had to navigate various hurdles, including legal battles in several cities and countries, issue with hosts and guests, and problems related to safety and discrimination. Now, we might not all have to go through all that faces, but it's pretty common. And that's why, number one, don't take things personally. We have to be able to have the resilience to address the problem as they arise, because we understand the bigger mission on goal you're creating. Now, they worked hard to address these concerns and often engaging directly with policymakers and take steps to enhance trust and safety among their clients, the end users, and as well as the hosts. They kept their investors in the loop because one of the basic needs is being informed. People create fear towards the unknown versus the anxiety is actually, and depression really is about the past, right? They also focused on showing steady growth and improvement in their platform and in the company and building the confidence in the investor. And if you don't really have a solid infrastructure, the right board on your team, you're not able to do that. 
even just with very innovative founders or your impact creator or the operational implementer. When you're in the spot are too involved with who you serve, you don't see what you don't see. So you get a clarity in where you need to go. And this proactive approach helped them maintain their great relationship with the investors and this partnership has been flourishing and being instrumental in the growth of Airbnb's success. Now, it's just not about having investors, right? It's about who do you then bring on board? And when we think about our full board advisors, there are three major domains, which is 12 subdivisions. And that's where we're going to have way and lunch. So contact me, we'll share with you what are those 12 domains you truly need to have um, to push forward with your visibility, credibility, your safety infrastructure, and your culture, and the right people to go forward. You guys probably now wanted to know, okay, Sabrina, we talk about those things, but how do we maintain those relationships? Not just, we know, yes, we need to show value, we show growth, get people also excited about us. But as the referral partner goes, to keep people interested in what you're doing, you have to be interested in what they're doing. A practice I always have is I tag in my CRM system on people's categories of their service and as well as tagging who they wanted to be connected with. Now, if I know who they want to be connected with, I meet someone in the same circle, I can say, hey, so-and-so, I just met that person. You guys should connect. Already making an introduction because initially, guess what? We talked about earlier. I know how they wanted to be represented. Or if months or half year or longer to come by, I'll reach out, just simply say, hey, I'm running a inner circle networking event. Would love to uh, get an update on what you're doing and introduce you to some people in my network to be a potential client or referral partner. Would that be beneficial for you? I can send the link. Some other time, I will find a speaking engagement on a podcast, on a summit on an event of some sort and send it out to people who are maybe all in the financial industry or people that are looking for specific business strategies or people who need a PR agency. And I am sending each right resources out to the right people in my category to give them the right resources because you wanted to create one for them first and then ask for the one for you. A mistake about many people is about how do you create one for other people? So think about that in depth. Not just, oh, I can speak about that. I can do this. If, it, if the one is their end user, their client, but not directly impacting to them, that's not a win for them. That's just a win for you. In a world business, relationships are the bridge that lead us to new opportunities, fresh ideas and path of growth, choosing the right partners, understanding their circles and using technology to organize and nurture these connections can make and break your company. And that's the major difference you want to create. It's not just about meeting potential partners and get them on board on your idea. It's about transferring these relationships into dynamic, productive alliances. Tagging and triggering your CRM system is not tedious job. It's not about just re-enrolling anybody on your email list, but intentionally keep track of what you send and not just blasting them 
with random information all the time and not always reaching out to show, I did this, I did that, what about you? It's actually asking about them first before you share about yourself. Nurturing this relationship is about reciprocity. It's about sharing values, being someone who's genuinely interested in what they're doing and consistently communicate your results and progress. Every email should be a little bit different targeted, just like I mentioned earlier, and those relationships that seem to be fading, remember, you can still reach out to them and check on their social, what they have been doing, and comment about those things that they have been involved in, rekindle that relationship before jumping in and asking what you need. And remember, building and maintaining relationship in business is not merely just the exchange of value or networking exercise, but truly it's about building the human-to-human connection on who you wanted to be in long-term relationship with. So you navigate this entrepreneurial journey and let's make sure the principles guide your way is the right, true, authentic principle who you want to be as a human, as a leader, as a dynamic change maker. And by the end of the day, these are the people that drive progress because you are a change maker and ignite the innovations and turning dreams into reality. Thank you for listening. Remember, the positive change we're seeking starts right here with me and you. If you're a fan of the show or if you are just having struggles or success that you're either experienced in the past or are experiencing now in the healthcare industry, these matter to all of us. I want to hear from you. Visit sabrinarombach.com forward slash connect and send me a direct message. Talk soon.